Welcome to a new Pennywise podcast. I'm your host, Terry Barr from Lee Enterprises. Happy to have you with us again this week. We're talking wedding season today, and uh, it really is just ahead. And we have a new survey. This survey is just out from NerdWallet, and it shows it's going to be a busy year, as you can imagine, and an expensive one. So what does this mean for you, and what should you be thinking about? Kimberly Palmer, personal finance expert with NerdWallet, is here to help us break this all down. Hi, Kimberly. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Terry. Thank you so much for having me. This is very topical with the new survey and knowing we're going into June, which seems to be the start of the busy wedding season. What does it show from this survey as far as the increase in the number of weddings and also what people may be willing to spend to attend? Well, we found that because of all of the delays over the last two years because of the pandemic, that there is a record number of people planning to get married this year. And what that means is that there are a lot of guests, about 50% of Americans say they expect to be a guest at a wedding this year. So that's a huge number. And what's even more surprising is how expensive it all is. So about half of Americans who are planning to go to a wedding say they expect to spend $500 or more. So it really adds up. Oh my gosh. Okay. 50% say they're going to a wedding uh, and then $500 or more could be the cost for those guests. I want to let you know, I asked on social media to see what people were responding to the different costs. And if they're planning to go to a wedding, I had 20% of the people on social media say I'll spend up to 300, but that's my limit. 60% said up to $500 and 20% said, nope, I'm willing to go over 500. One woman said she already had two weddings in April. She's done. She can't afford to go to any more weddings this year. I mean, what should we be thinking about when we hear these numbers? I mean, it's really hard. And I think it underscores how important it is to plan ahead because where people really get into trouble is if they don't anticipate how high those costs are for the weddings. And then they end up going into debt, you know, taking on additional credit card debt to pay for it. And so it's really all about planning ahead. As soon as you get that save the date or the wedding invite, you want to start setting money aside so you have some savings to pay for it. And then, of course, the big question is, you know, do you even want to say yes to all the weddings that you're invited to, which, you know, isn't is a little bit of a sad thought to miss out on a wedding. But the fact is, in some cases, if they're really far from home, if you have to buy plane tickets and hotels, it might make more sense in some cases to decline, you know, having a nice talk with your friend that it's not about your friendship. It's just about the fact that it really doesn't fit into your budget. Right, right. Get back to the budget for sure. You know, is there a way, say, I'm going, I'm going to go no matter what, but is there some way to cut costs? And I guess I'm looking at, you know, lodging and travel, gas prices are up, parties, showers, gifts, anywhere to cut back. Well, you're right. Prices are really up across the board. Uh, One thing to think about is that if you haven't traveled much over the last couple of years, it's possible that because of your credit cards, other loyalty programs that you've signed up for, that you've accrued certain rewards, travel points, cash back. Now is a great time to cash those in and take advantage of them, especially in some cases, if they might expire soon, you want to make sure to take advantage of all that 
So that can help stretch your budget for sure. And then the other big piece of advice we have is that as soon as you know you're attending a wedding, start estimating what those costs will be and set money aside. In some cases, if you get that invitation months in advance, you have some time to plan and to set some money aside for it. Yeah. And I suppose, you know, you've got the extra parties a lot of the times, bachelor, bachelorette party showers. Maybe you skip those and go to just the wedding if that's really where your heart lies. Exactly. I think it's such a good idea to have a really honest conversation with yourself before saying yes to anything, just to decide what you can fit into your budget and what you can't. And maybe you can pair back in some areas so you can attend the actual wedding itself, or maybe you do the opposite and you attend the nearby celebrations, the engagement party, for example, but then you have to skip, you know, the the destination wedding if it's really just too expensive. Okay. And it's okay to think about these things, but you know, here's the other thing, feelings. Ah, why do we always associate feelings and money together? And then we let those feelings get in the way of maybe trying to make a smart decision. It's such a good point because especially when it comes to these big life events, like a wedding, yeah. it's, there's so much emotion wrapped up in these decisions. And you almost feel like whether or not you go or how much you spend on the gift is a reflection of your closeness to the person getting married, where that's not necessarily the case at all. And so you want to try to step back from that, maybe talk it over with another friend to get a third person's perspective just to, to, so you know, it's okay to decline. It's also okay just to celebrate in other ways or to be more creative with things like the gift, which traditionally can be very expensive as well. Maybe you want to give them something else, something, a service that you can provide like a photography or whatever you are skilled at just to, to minimize the spending that you're doing. Oh, and that's very personal too. So that's actually a great idea. I like that a lot. Okay, let's go back to the survey. Um, what other things did you find for wedding guests to consider or maybe just be thinking about as we get into the wedding season? Well, one interesting finding is that people have very different thoughts on the pandemic and how that is impacting their decision to go to the wedding. Because in some cases, there are actually extra costs because of coronavirus. People are spending more on the precautions surrounding the wedding. In some cases, they want to make sure the wedding is outside. They want to just make sure certain precautions are being taken. And we found that people have such drastically different views on this. So it's something to think about and maybe reflect on what you are expecting and what you're comfortable with and make sure you're aligned with the wedding that is planned. The other interesting thing we found is that uh, there are different ways to pay for weddings. People usually pay either with cash or with credit cards. There's an emerging payment method, buy now, pay later, which lets you split up (laughs) your costs over coming payments instead of paying it all up front. And with that, you just want to make sure you're not taking on more debt than you can comfortably handle with your budget. So that's something else to look out for. You'll usually see it pop up when you're shopping Mm -hmm. uh, or even buying a a plane ticket. You'll see that option pop up and you just want to know it's still a form of debt. Oh, and it sounds too easy to overspend maybe when you're thinking, oh, I've got all this time to pay for this. So I guess be careful. That's a good thing to uh, be thinking about. Okay. So, you know, getting to the finances as we of course are talking about and trying to be real about your own finances. What happens if you really do have to say, "I, I just can't do this right now. I'm going to have to say no. 
Well, first you want to acknowledge it's okay to make that decision and you really shouldn't feel pressure or like you absolutely have to say yes if it is in conflict with your budget, if it would cause a lot of financial stress for you. So you want to have that honest conversation with yourself and then have it with your friend. And, you know, most people I think will understand and you just want to make it clear this is not a reflection of our friendship or where it's going in the future or how much support I have for you. It's just the fact that I can't afford it. Uh, and as long as you're straightforward and honest, I think a lot of people would be understanding, especially given just how expensive it is to attend a wedding. Yeah. And I think with everything everyone's been through the last two years, I'd like to think that everybody is a little more understanding about all of this type of uh, things, you know, when you have to decide now in this year. Kimberly, what would you say really is the bottom line? If you're going to be a wedding guest, what should we be thinking about? I think the bottom line is number one, just realize that weddings are really expensive and that you want to plan ahead for them. So if you know, if you have some weddings on your radar that you are planning to attend this year, just start setting money aside now, start scanning for what your flight might cost, what your hotels might cost. So you can try to get the best deal possible. So I think planning ahead is really the key here. Oh, this is terrific information. And again, just as the wedding season is about to uh, get started in a big way this year, Kimberly Palmer, personal finance expert with NerdWallet, walking us through the new NerdWallet survey about weddings and really some great ideas for if you can go, how to you know work around with your money. And if you have to say no, it's okay, right, Kimberly? It is okay. It's <laughs> nothing to feel guilty about. That's excellent. Thank you so much for your time today. And if you are going to any weddings, enjoy, have a good time. And uh, we'll look forward to talking with you again soon. This is another Pennywise podcast from Lee Enterprises. I'm Terry Barr. <laughs>